Welcome back, everybody. Hey, that's my hubby, Pete. Yeah, this is my wife, Stacy. <laughs> your wife. You're my wife. <laughs> I don't want your life. That's I don't a- want your life. <laughs> that's all I hear. Is that a 90s movie? <gasps> uh, yeah, I think so, isn't it? Did that make the list for either of us? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it might be 2000. Let me look, actually. Varsity Blues. Oh, 1999. Boom. I knew it. I knew it was 99. I should have just owned You're it. You're going to add it to your list right now? Yeah. Let me put it in my honorable mentions. <laughs> well, welcome back, everyone. It's our after school special episode. Short and sweet. It's our quickie. <laughs> Sorry. Cut, that out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Sorry. <laughs> Say it all the time. I just love it. Anyways, what are we covering this week? Well, last week we did our favorite movies from the 80s, Mm. and our Saturday episode was focused on two great 80s movies. If you haven't listened to it yet, you need to check it out. This week, we're doing 90s. The 90s movies. Yep. Yes. Who's going first? You go first. All right. Take it. I'm going to start with my number five, and I'm going to work my way up to my most favorite Number five on my list, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. And I can actually go accurately now, because that was in that movie. It was kind of in the first Terminator, kind of. There was a theme there that was building. There's a theme. It's a theme. But that movie was transformative from a CGI and special effects standpoint. Mm -hmm. What they did in that movie was incredible for the time. Like, that's 1991. And to see, do you remember that liquid guy? No. The liquid Terminator? No, my love, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? No. Let's hit pause and we're going to come back after we've watched it. <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to watch that one. It's a really good movie. And the special effects are outstanding, especially for 1991. Okay. It's great. All right. All right. What's up for you? Okay. If we're going from the top down or the bottom up, <laughs> is that what we're doing? Bottoms up? Bottoms up. Then my number five is Now and Then from 1995. Have you ever seen it? Nope. (gasps) We're going to go hit pause and we're going to come back after we've watched it. How have you not seen it? Well, remind me what it's It's about. It's a very girly movie, though, so I get it. It's four friends that are coming together. Well, actually, three friends that are going to visit their friend that's about to have a baby. And they are basically like reminiscing about their childhood, this mm-hmm. like one summer that they had in 1970. And then you kind of go back and see them as little girls and what all that they went through and experienced. It's mm-hmm. just a really nostalgic feeling movie. Who's Even though when I was that age, you know, that wasn't nostalgic for me, but I still appreciated it. I mean, it's got like Christina Ricci. In 1995? Yeah. Hmm. She's the young Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, okay, like back in the 70s, their flashback. Yes, their flashback. Okay, that makes sense. Right. Melanie Griffith and then Thora Birch plays the young version of her team. Uh. Demi Moore and then Gabby Hoffman plays her. Rita Wilson and then Ashley Aston Moore plays her. And then you've got Devin Sawa. Cloris Leachman is in it. Hank Azaria, Bonnie Hunt. Wow. It's a good, good cast and just a lot of good nostalgia. It feels like Stand By Me or mm-hmm. The Goonies or something like that. Hmm. All right, next up for me, 1999, The Matrix. Mm -hmm. Just the first one. The first one was incredible. As advanced as T2 was, that's how advanced The Matrix was for that time. Eight years later. Yeah, eight years later from a special effects standpoint and from an action standpoint, I'd never seen anything 
like it. That's one that I went back to the theater to see over and over again. I loved that movie. I, I mean, I just couldn't get enough of the bullet time effects, all that stuff. It was it was awesome. Yeah, I was really let down by the Matrix Two and the Matrix Three. Mm-hmm. I just didn't appreciate where they went with the story. Was Keanu in all of, all? He of them? was. Yeah, I just didn't anticipate that's where they would go after you see Keanu flying like Superman off of the screen at the end of the first Matrix. Mm-hmm. I didn't anticipate like the Matrix Two and. And all that. They were well done movies as far as special effects and cinematography. I just didn't appreciate the story for those. But the first Matrix, I loved. Next for me is Only You from 1994. It had Marissa Tomei, Robert Downey Jr., Fisher Stevens, and Bonnie Hunt, and uh, Billy Zane. Mm. It was the movie that first made me want to go to Italy. Oh, really? Yes. I feel like I still haven't been. I've seen it. And yeah, we've talked about an Italy trip. Yeah, at this point, it'll be a while. But because then I finally watched Roman Holiday, which sealed the deal on Italy for me and several others under the Tuscan sun. Lots of movies that really make me want to go to Italy. But Only You was the OG for me. Plus, it's really romantical and Mm. magical and a little bit like it starts out with like a a Ouija board and um, like a mystic at a fair saying a name of someone damon bradley and this (laughs) when this girl when marissa tomei's character is little and she kind of holds on to that her whole life and basically rdj's character overhears her say something about that like that she has to meet him and says the name and everything and he kind of schemes and says that that's him so she believes he's the one and then of course it's the whole thing of like finding out that He's not actually Damon Bradley after she's fallen in love with him. And then she's devastated. And so the whole mistaken identity. Movie. Yeah, you would love Ooh. it. I feel like I, I have seen this movie. It sounds familiar. It's really beautiful scenery and yeah. all of that. So well, I want to go to Italy as well. I love Roman history. Mm-hmm. So I really want to go there to check that out. But I may have to like send you out on a little trip. While I go nerd out on Roman history and you can go check out some cool stuff. I'll go eat some pizza. Yes. And pasta. Some pasta. Well, I want the pasta and the pizza too. So, all right, we'll just stay together and you're going to have to I'll go see Roman I'll just go with you while you stuff. nerd out. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We support each other. We do. Next up for me, 1999, again, <laughs> The Blair Witch Project. I'm surprised this is in your top five. I still remember watching this. Me and too. I, you remember that little apartment that I had? Yes. So, I lived there mm-hmm. when I watched this and I can still remember being terrified when I tried to go to bed after it. I saw it in the theater. I saw it in the theater. Oh, okay. When I you, saw like it when in, you went home? Yes. I saw it with a coworker. But do you know that now defunct theater in my work parking lot? Have yes. you ever seen that building? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So I saw it right before that theater closed in that theater. Oh, wow. So from a moodiness standpoint, that was like a really old school theater. Uh-huh. So the whole atmosphere was just spooky. <laughs> and I found the ending of that movie... Jarring. Yes. yes. And that's the part that's that the image. With me. That's the image that I think is in everyone's head. If yeah, dude's in the movie. corner. And then I kept seeing what I pictured as the witch uh, as I'm trying to go to bed that night and maybe a few nights. But yet it's your favorite. 
Yes. I loved how much it scared me from okay. a, you, you talk about like a low budget blockbuster. Yeah. Like, well done. That was awesome. Well, and they were very smart because they made it seem like they weren't clear on if it was real or not. Yeah. There was the so whole question. So you thought that it was like an actual documentary this that could these be real. people had filmed. They were the leading edge of that whole genre. It was part of the conversation with my buddy Drew. We went to go see it. It was, is this real? Isn't it real? Mm-hmm. So we, we didn't know at that point. I think we kind of knew. But yeah. it was fun to just have that be like. It was fun. Yeah. Like, was this real? This is really found footage. Yep. <laughs> and to this day, though, we still like a lot of our favorites are kind of found footage. Yeah, Some of it. them are not very good, but then a lot of them are really well done. Yeah, it's hard to find really well done ones. But when they are really well done, they mm-hmm. are a lot of fun. If you like horror Scary stuff. If you've not watched Hell House LLC, get on Or The Houses. October Built. October Built. One and two. Yeah. Now, as those go through their iterations, they're not as good. But the first ones of both of those series. They're amazing. They're pretty fun. So good. Like, I want to watch The Houses October Built every year. Yeah, that's like a Halloween staple for Mm -hmm. us. All right. Next for me is, I feel like a little more obscure, Drop Dead Fred. I feel like I've seen this one. I Have under- you? I think so. It's from 92. Yeah. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And she's just like a disgruntled housewife who, I don't remember how it all unfolds, but she basically is reintroduced to her childhood imaginary friend. Okay. And why wouldn't someone like me, who is a part of a podcast called We Don't Want to Grow Up, and someone who loves nostalgia, why wouldn't I appreciate a movie about a full-grown woman who is engaging with her imaginary friend from childhood? Did you have an imaginary friend? No, but I loved that movie. For mm. I don't know what it was about it that drew me to it, that made me... I, I think it's just because it was a little off and a little, mm-hmm. I don't know, different and made me think. And I'm surprised it didn't like spark me having my own imaginary friend, mm. but I really loved it. Did you have an imaginary friend? I did. Oh! <gasps> You did? I did. Who was it? It was Darth Vader. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I feel like this relationship carries on today. (laughs) I would sit there and talk and have conversations with Darth Vader. (gasps) That is adorable. Yeah. You're so cute. I mean, yeah, it's pretty cute. I can't say that it's not. You're cute. I'm cute. She's so cute. But was he nice to you? Yeah, he never, like, tried to force choke me or anything. We were buddies. Okay. We're still buddies. I love Darth Vader. I feel like the next intricate costume that I do for Halloween Mm -hmm. will be Darth Vader. That's what I really want to do. Then you should do it. Yeah. It's going to be expensive. More expensive than my Spider-Man getup, but... I think it'll be worth it. I'm team Halloween, so let's do it. I can't wait to... We don't have children, so we spend money on our. We are the kids. <laughs> and I can't wait to get a sweet red lightsaber. I can't and wait for you to get it as well. I'm going to scare you so many times in that outfit. <sighs> okay, I no longer approve this. It's happening, all right? I might even get like a smoke machine. You're just going to randomly walk out... We had out. a smoke machine. Oh, you're right. That's a good call. I, I've already got the smoke machine. I don't know why I just told you that. I will set the smoke machine up and you're going to go out to like get a drink of water. You're going to come back to the bedroom (laughs) and open the door and it's just going to be smoke. And then you're going to see the red lightsaber. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to randomly stand in corners like Blair Witch Project. Okay. How about that? (laughs) All right. What's up next? (laughs) It is Romeo and Juliet from 1996 Mm. with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. 
It's uh, it's either Baz or Boz. I say Baz. Baz Luhrmann. That was probably one of the first movies that I saw in the theater many, many times. On like repeat? Yes. Like would go back every weekend. Really? Yes. Hmm. I was absolutely obsessed with Leo at that point. Like the freaking aquarium scene as kissing you is playing. Like once I had that DVD, Mm -hmm. I watched that scene in particular on repeat. And the whole soundtrack was so good. I could still listen to all of it today. You know, and I already loved Claire Danes from My So-Called Life. And I just, I, you know, I mean, it's a story that I obviously already knew, but I just thought it was really well done and also weird. You know, there's a lot of weird stuff happening, like well, unique like things happening. Shakespearean English, right? Yeah. And instead of like swords, they'd have guns. Yes. And it was uh, very colorful and yeah. they would do this. Stuff with their cinematography, like speed things up. I remember the cinematography being very unique mm-hmm. to the time. It's not one that I've watched a lot. I've watched it a couple times, I think mm-hmm. at least twice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll have to go back and rewatch it with you. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know the aquarium scene. <sighs> Is he like hanging upside down and kissing her? Or am I thinking something else? Oh, I'm thinking of Spider-Man. <laughs> Never mind. You're always thinking of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It- Do they kiss though in the aquarium? No. They don't? No. When do they kiss? Do they kiss? Yes, we see them kiss. They kiss in the pool later. But uh, okay. the aquarium scene actually reminds me of, okay, we have this place in downtown Chattanooga where we used to go hang out called Southside Social. Mm-hmm. And when you go into the bathrooms, there's <laughs> at the sinks, there's no mirror. Oh, oh, that's right. Can't you see? You can see into the other restroom. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, because like from the the guys and girls side, you see into the other restroom. You're like, this is weird. So then when you're done and you go use the bathroom, it's very discombobulating because you go to wash your hands and you look up and there's some dude staring at you. And you're like, what? And then it's like awkward conversation because I can't just like have that and not speak to someone. So I'm always just like, hey. (laughs) I've never said a word to anybody in there. I mean, I'm just polite, you know, but. I pretend like they're just a reflection. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be funny if you were like fixing your hair while you're looking at that. (laughs) Or if they're doing that, I just start doing that and like mirroring. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of like that where they go and they're like across from each other through this. They're looking at each other through this aquarium. And it makes me think of that for some reason. Mm. We're going to have to watch that. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Let's do it tonight. (laughs) Okay, next up for me, 1994 Pulp Fiction. Ah, this is one I didn't see in the theater. I did see it in a theater. Did you really? Yes. Isn't that Back so then? weird? My sister took me and the whole time she was cringing because she didn't realize it would be that bad language wise yeah. and content wise. You know, I don't remember a lot of it from that. You know, I mean, I've rewatched it since then, but I just remember her like dying. that <laughs> <laughs> She great. had taken me to that. We have got to talk. Because I would have been that. how old? Well, 15. How- 15. At max. I mean, that's not that 14 bad. 14 to 15, yeah. I was thinking I was like 12. That's not as bad, but yeah. still. Still, though, this is one that I've watched on video and or digital <laughs> <laughs> quite a few times. Because I, I do think I had the VHS of this. Yeah. This movie, yeah. Wow. I enjoyed a lot. It, it's quite the experience overall. It's crazy. It's a wild ride. A wild ride. Mm-hmm. Completely unexpected. Now I want a cheeseburger. Makes you want a Royale with cheese. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> Real bad. And then my number one, we've already covered, but mm. it stands the test of time. Empire Records, 95. Solid movie. I love it very much. 
It's one that you talk about all the time. Yep. You do. If I'm not quoting it, I'm just referring to it. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't listened to our episode covering it, you need to check it out. It was, Go a, check it it was out. a lot of fun. All right, number one for me. We have not covered this movie. No. I hope to. I hope I can convince you to. For sure. This is another one from 1999. You have a lot of 99s on here. Yeah. That was a good year for three. you. Three. It was a good year. 1999 Fight Club. I feel like that's your favorite movie of all time. Yes, that is my all-time favorite movie mm-hmm. overall. I almost stopped working because of this movie. <laughs> I wanted to reject society. Damn the man. And the constructs of society. It's funny because that's the whole thing in Empire Records too. Damn it the is. man, save the empire. Yeah. It, <laughs> it really impacted me at that at that age and at that time. I I can remember saying something a little obnoxious to my uncle who was like a higher up at a major corporation where I didn't want to be a corporate something or other. (laughs) Not realizing that that would be offensive to him. And he's like the nicest man in the world. But um, I said that because of this movie. And for a period of time, I just wanted to reject corporate America. And I almost did, but I didn't. (laughs) But I love this movie. Yeah, it's one that I also had on tape. And it's one that I would go to bed to. I would put it in my VCR <laughs> and I would go to sleep to it. Well, I did that with Romeo and Juliet would with you the really? DVD. Uh, but yeah. This was still a VHS at that point. For I me. think that it would have been on DVD. Well, Romeo and Juliet was before Fight Club. It was, but, um, but I, I feel, feel like, like I had it on DVD. My friend got a DVD player. When, when did Blade come out? Blade. Blade. Let's see. Maybe I had it on VHS. I really need to get into the attic. So my friend, my my friend that first got a DVD player was in 1998, but they were expensive at that point. Like he had gone to Circuit City, I think it was, Mm -hmm. and gotten like a combo package where it was like a DVD player, a receiver and a surround sound system. And then we watched Blade, but I didn't have enough money to buy that at that point. So I still had a tube TV. Mm-hmm. With a VHS player. You know, I had a tube TV up until... 2013. <laughs> yeah, I did. Then you hooked me up. Literally, I hooked it up for you. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I had the VHS of Romeo and Juliet and then just got the DVD. You probably got the out. DVD because it had special features and stuff right. like that. I bet you got it for that purpose. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mostly anything that I really loved that I had on VHS, I would get the DVD of when it became available. Yeah. So honorable mentions. No, the lists are over. The lists are over. No! Oh, wait. We've both got extensive honorable mentions. Wait. Extensive. It's just like, okay, this is our top 20 list. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I only thought I loved 80s movies until I started trying to figure out my favorite 90s movies. Yeah. But it's because it, it spans over such a large period of time in life, like as far as ages go, like 80s, it was just obviously we both were kids in the 80s. Yeah. But 90s, it's like borderline still being a young kid or at least like a preteen or young teenager Mm -hmm. into being an adult. Yeah, I turned 20 in the 90s. Right. I did too. In 99. So yeah, it covers a lot. It does. So I guess my first honorable mention is when I was a kid. But it's My Girl. We've talked oh, about a it a movie. few times. Yeah, that's a really good movie. It was very impactful for me. Anna Klumski and Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Just such a beautiful little friendship. Such an odd, quirky movie that takes place like with parents working in the funeral home. And, and then we experience a death. Yeah. A child. That's It's so devastating. And I've forgotten about that. Awful. And Oof. it was very rough. And it was the first movie that I ever just sobbed. Yeah. 
completely sobbed. And I think I was watching it by myself, too. Oh. Because I just had, like, I had rented it or something. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, my parents had no idea that it had that it had anything like that in it. Yeah, you, know? you just get sideswiped with all that emotion. That, yeah, that's a well, you look movie. at the cover of it, it just looks it's like it sweet. should be fine. It's right. a sweet little movie about little friends. It's like you know? Lassie with kids. Yeah, <laughs> anything but that. <laughs> no. So, but it was very impactful, and I haven't watched it in years, but I would like to rewatch it. We should. Yeah, I'm sure it'll still make me sob. I mean, I'm not going to say it's not going to make me cry. I'm <laughs> not, not going to cry. Have you ever watched Hachi, a dog story? Because <laughs> I've never cried more than at that movie. I feel like you ask me that I at think least you, once a year. Yeah, you you refuse to watch that movie I do for good reason. It. it is one of the saddest movies I've ever Obviously, watched. Obviously, like, it was so impactful to you that you asked, I almost just started crying right now. Oh, you ask me all it. the time and, like, I just can't. I can't do it. All right. First honorable mention for me. Is just because I can't leave it off the list. We covered it, so we're not going to go into it, but Dazed and Confused. It's really on both of our lists, but it mine is. was extra long, so I was like, if you're going to put it on there, I'm going to take it off of mine. <laughs> she gifted it to me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Obviously, it's one of our faves because it was one of the first movies that we covered. I mean, you guys know how we feel about it. Or if you don't, go check out the episode. I'm not going to dig any deeper into it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. My uh, next one is Reality Bites. Which I don't think you've watched. Is that a vampire movie? No, but good guess. <laughs> I feel like I can see it. It's like an 80s movie with like a. No, it's 90s. No? Okay. It's Winona Ryder, Ethan Hawke, Janine Garofalo, Steve Zahn, Ben Stiller. It's so good. It's basically like one of them is filming a documentary about their lives. It's like a reality TV situation. Mm hmm. You know, so it's like that blossoming reality TV era okay. of our lives. But it's like all, you know, them being roommates and love lives and everything. It's been a long time since I've watched it, but it had an amazing soundtrack. Well, let's get it on the list to watch then. I know. I told you I wanted to cover it. Well, we'll do it. That's the whole reason why in our next episode, I chose a specific song Ooh. because of this soundtrack. So. Okay. And no, it's not my Sharona. Okay, next up for me, Scream, the original Scream, yes. 1996. I almost put that on mine. What a great, great experience that movie was. It was. I can still, still remember. Is. It is. I can still remember sitting in the theater and experiencing that movie and how it felt. It's just a fun, scary movie, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think if we're still going with this around Halloween. What if? <laughs> do you know how many movies we have to cover? If? We have so much to cover. I know. I'm just saying, as long as we still, you know. Oh, listen. As long as people are still listening. She's ending the show. I'm not ending it. Unless you listen. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Um, But, you know, this last year, we only had time to do like one Halloween episode where yeah. we just kind of went over a bunch of different stuff and told stories and things like that. Where next year, I'm excited because we can actually It'll be like Halloween like the month. whole month. Yeah. Which is what I wanted to do this past year. We just yes, couldn't it do it. And actually cover movies individually because there's so many I want to do. I can't wait. But if we have to, we'll do them when it's not Halloween. No, no, no. We'll do these at Halloween. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not like, I mean, Could we, be year we, watch, four. we watch scary movies all year round. We so, do. Okay. My next one is actually a part of a trilogy. So they're technically all three on there. But Before Sunrise with Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. 
It's Richard Linklater, who did Dazed and Confused. Yes. But this is like a different set of films where it's like actual time passes between the movies. Yeah. It's so good. I just remember something about them really spoke to me. I don't know. I just, it, they just felt really romantic. It's set in Austria and it's just, it's very different because it's, it feels normal to me. It's like two people meeting and kind of experiencing this place they've never been. Yeah together and they kind of start to have feelings for each other and make a promise, a plan at the end of what they're going to do. Yeah. And we don't know if they actually met up. And then I believe it's like 10 years later that they do. It's whenever the next movie comes out. I think it's 10 years, but that amount of time has passed in between each movie. Right. Which is cool. So before sunrise is 95, before sunset is 2004. And then before midnight is 2013. So they're mm. all around 10 years. I wonder if they're going to do another one. Oh, that would be amazing. I hope they do. <gasps> they should start filming it right now. They should. It's about time. Oh. Anyway, I just love how they carry it on and all of them kind of have the same vibe. And mm-hmm. they're very slow movies. Yeah, they're unique for sure. Like y- you have to you be have to, ready for that movie. And you have to pay attention. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you're just going to be looking at your phone the whole time or fall asleep or something. But Mm. I really love them. All right. Next up for me, 1990. Oh. Goodfellas. Yeah, that's a good one. It's what got me into the like mobster movies. After that, I went and watched the Godfather movies. Mm -hmm. There was a, a period of time where I would watch all three Godfather movies in a row all on the same day on the same day of the year. But I can't remember what day it was. Was it Christmas? No, it mm. wasn't. And I'd eat a, a lot of spaghetti with meatballs. Because mm, I, I had a recipe that my grandmother gave me for how to make Italian meatballs. So I would do that in the lead up to that day. But I lost that recipe. It got burned in a fire. Oh. So I don't have it anymore. And I haven't done it in a long time. Ever since I was in that apartment that we mentioned before. Man. <laughs> Blair Witch. I was going to say, why haven't you ever made me Italian meatballs? That's why. I need to find another recipe and just see if it's close. But yeah. she had a very specific recipe and it got burned. Your dad doesn't have it anywhere? Mm-hmm. I was the only one that she gave it to. Oh. And I set my kitchen on fire at one point and it got burned in that fire. That sucks. Yeah. All right. Death Becomes Her Ooh. is my next one. Bruce Willis, Goldie Hawn, Meryl Streep. I feel like you had me watch this one with you. I just, well, I had it on this past Halloween time. Is that where her head's like backwards on the cover yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. And then one of them has a hole in their stomach. Yeah. It was just so, that's probably like the beginning of my fascination with just weird and unusual things. Yeah. I really loved that movie. And I don't think I even understood because there's a lot going on, like adult situations going on that right. I didn't even I didn't even notice. I just love the fact that like they were dead, but they came back to life and they had this serum that they drank or potion that they drank to make them youthful. And I remember watching that back in the day. I I haven't like I saw it when you had it on, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember watching it since then. So good. All right. Next up for me, 1991 Boys in the Hood. Me and my friends would watch this a lot. We loved Boys in the Hood. Yep. And Menace to Society. But... (laughs) You just keep adding to your list. Just we're just going to talk about Boys in the Hood. That was the better movie. <laughs> and the like seven more that you have listed. <laughs> oh my gosh, I thought I had a lot. That is funny. But I loved Boys in the Hood. It was, okay. a, it was a really well done movie, mm-hmm. um, and I appreciated it. Very good. All right, I had to narrow down. 
because there are so many Julia Roberts movies in the 90s that I love. I chose My Best Friend's Wedding. Julia Roberts, Dermot Mulroney, Rupert Everett, and Cameron Diaz. It's, I don't know, it's just such a fun movie and kind of unique at the time of just the best friend, you know, the pact that they had to get married at a certain time if neither of them were married. Ooh, that sounds familiar. I might have watched this movie, actually. Yeah, it's a fun movie. But, you know, in the 90s, I felt like Julia couldn't really go wrong. Pretty Woman. Runaway Bride. Yeah, she had a lot Steel of Still Magnolias. Yeah. Still Magnolias is 89. But. Mm, close. <sighs> Notting Hill. I love them all. So just add them all in my honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Any Julia Roberts movie. <laughs> all right, next up for me. I put this one in here because I really loved the movie and it was groundbreaking from yeah. a special effects standpoint. Uh-huh. But also, I read the novel while I was in in-school suspension. Oh, So it's 1993's Jurassic Park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. That's right. What a groundbreaking movie that was. So good. It was crazy. It was just like, wow, this is what dinosaurs look like. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I think they had it wrong, at least with some of them, because I think they've shown now that dinosaurs had feathers. So it's just like it was giant chickens running around, essentially, (laughs) (laughs) that that had like murder claws. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I I read that book while I was in in school suspension for my lunchroom revolt. (laughs) Your lunchroom antics. Yes, my lunchroom antics. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it was also an amazing movie that I saw in the theater and was like, wow. I did too. This is incredible. It was. And it still stands up from like a special effects standpoint today. Like, I, I watched it the it other day. It still makes me jump. Yeah, it's wild. It's like, that's some well-done special effects. You watched it the other day. Yeah. When? Well, I watched the dinosaur parts on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when did you have to... Listen, we're around each other a lot. So yeah. I, the fact that you watched an entire movie and I didn't know about it surprised me. But Sometimes I have extra YouTube time. Yeah. And this was one of my YouTube times. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Makes me miss living in Orlando Uh, and going and riding the Jurassic Park ride. Oh, there was Universal Studios. Uh I've never been to Universal. You haven't? No. How have you not been there? We need to go. Is it cool? Yes. They got the T Rex. Yes. Really? I don't know anything about the ride. It's so fun. I mean, the ride's kind of old, but it's still great. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. It's a lot of fun, and they have all the Harry Potter stuff now. Uh They got a Spider Man ride. Yes, I mean, they do. How have, That's what I'm saying. How have you never been there? I've never been there. I, that's, it's, it's as simple as that. I've just never been. <laughs> well, <laughs> never need, stepped foot in that resort. We need to go. Okay, can't hardly wait. I'm putting mm. on there. Mm-hmm. Because it was like one of the movies in the 90s that felt John Hughes-ish. We didn't have that. a lot of those. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Ethan Embry, mm. Peter Facinelli, who was later on Twilight. Had the, uh, what's the redhead girl's name from Six Feet Under? I can't think of her name. Seth Green. It has a ton of people. I feel um, like I've seen this movie. I just don't recall it. And just very, you know, it was in like 98, you know, uh-huh. so that was my senior year of high school. Very like house party, you know, unrequited love, breakup. Okay. All kinds of stuff like that. It also had Jamie Presley who called my friend up. Really? When we were driving in LA. Oh, she like, while you guys were out on the road. Yeah, like I was, it was when I lived out there. And so every time I see Jamie Presley in anything, I'm like, (laughs) because yeah, like she just wanted my friend Kimberly to move up. Yeah. But Kimberly couldn't really go anywhere. And she was just trying to turn behind us. I'm like, oh, there's that Jamie Presley girl. (laughs) I couldn't, I don't even know if I knew what else she was in. And she was like, move, bitch. (laughs) 
And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to L.A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I just think it's, you know, it's not as good, I feel like, as the John Hughes movies, but mm-hmm. it had that feel. And so I, I just liked it a lot. All right. That's all I got. I don't have anything else. Just kidding. 1997. <laughs> Starship Troopers. Oh, that movie. That's one we watched together back in the day. <laughs> Didn't we? Yep. We did. Yep. I love this movie. Me too. It's another one that I think, from a special effect standpoint, was really well done for the time. Is Denise Richards in that? Denise Richards, isn't <laughs> it? But yeah, it's it's one that I've, I think is a fun movie. It's... Very satirical, surprisingly. You know, it's yeah. just like kind of poking fun at a lot of stuff. I don't remember much about it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think you're on your last one. What's your last one? Our list of five movies. That's actually 15. What's your last one? <laughs> it's Clueless. Oh, yes. Which, you love this. How is this not your number one? I, listen. Love this movie. I love it, too. Honestly, all no, of you these... love this movie. I don't. You oh. love this movie. Sorry. I thought you said I love this movie. To me, they're all on the same level. I love them all. Clueless seems so obvious to me. So it's like I almost just forgot to put it on there because yeah. it's clearly one of my favorite 90s movies. Okay. And I cannot wait to cover it. I feel like I say that about everything we haven't covered, but I truly cannot wait. You can use this I can't list. hardly wait. <laughs> <laughs> you can use this list here as a preview of what we're going to cover. Yeah. I think because we love... All of the movies on here, obviously. Obviously. So I'm not going to talk much about Clueless, except, I mean, Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Donald Faison, Paul Rudd, Brittany Murphy, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Just so good. The fashion. Oh, as if. All right. My last one. This is one of my favorite surround sound movies. It's 1995 Heat. First of all, it's a great movie. It's Mm -hmm. really well done across the board. Well acted. It's got Robert De Niro. It's got Robert De Niro in it. It's got Al Pacino in it. It's got Val Kilmer in it. It's got a really great cast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Charlize Theron. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think who else is in it. There's some others in it that I'm probably forgetting, but I want to cover this movie. It was transformative at the time. I think it was Michael Mann that did this, but I love this movie. And from a surround sound standpoint, if you want to test out your surround sound setup, this is the movie to do it. If you're doing a 5.1, but I digress. (laughs) I've never seen it, I don't think. You've never seen Heat? I don't think so. Well, everybody, we found out what our two movies that we're going to cover in two weeks are. (laughs) Clueless and Heat. We'll see you then. (laughs) Click. (laughs) Wait, you said said we were going to watch Romeo and Juliet. All right, that's later. That's later. Heat first. Okay, okay. Well, if you give me Heat, I'll give you Clueless. (laughs) You're not going to give me Clueless? If we agree on heat. I'm taking Clueless. We'll agree on on Clueless. I feel like these are two totally different things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's all I got. I love that movie. All right. Before we go, I need to make a correction that I would like to thank Joanna for pointing out to me lovingly and, and not in an accusatory way. But in our Dirty Dancing Back to the Future episode, when I was listing the cast, and I mentioned Jerry Orbach, I said that he was famously in NYPD. I knew that he was actually in Law & Order, but NYPD is what came out. So I just wanted 
put that out there. A slight correction. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. One of my favorite podcasts has a corrections corner every week, and I feel like we might need to start that, but we'll come up with our own name for it. If you have any suggestions, let us know. And thank you, Joanna. Thanks, Joanna. All right. You all take care. We'll see you next time. See you next time.